0: To you, President of the American Council of Trustees and Alumni at the ACTA, which is the American Council of Trustees and Alumni, Michael Polyakov is going to join me now. We're going to talk about these elite universities not condemning Hamas terrorism and why that's okay or not okay. Hi, Michael.
1: Good morning. Nice to be with you.
0: Great to have you. So I, for one, find them horrifyingly out of line. That someone who is in charge of molding the minds of our kids, no matter what our home held beliefs might be, have turned them into anti anti Israeli crazy people, and it's not okay for me.
1: I am deeply, deeply distressed by this. It's as if, well, it is the reality that we are now paying for moral rot that has been allowed to flourish through our universities for some time. And now we're seeing it just burst forth with students you know, essentially celebrating this barbaric attack as if that's simply the natural consequence of the ideology-addled material they've been fed about colonialism and intersectionality. I ask myself, who raised these young people who taught them to be so savage, and how do we get ourselves out of this mess and start having colleges and universities that are preparing people for real citizenship and giving them good values that they can use throughout their lives?
0: Don't you find it funny, Michael, that the news organizations, if somebody was anti-Semitic even six months ago, it was all over the news about how, oh, these horrible anti-Semitic people are blah, 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 blah. Then Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, and all these people at the upper echelon of some of these elite universities are out there screaming and yelling about their hatred for Israel, and there are no consequences for it. So we need to start at the top and just eat the heads of the people who are allowing this.
1: The question I ask is, where's the leadership? Exactly. Why not a full-throated, full-throated condemnation of the horrible activities of Hamas? Why this tolerance for a listed terrorist organization on campus? I'm not for a moment saying that there should be any suppression of peaceful assembly, freedom of speech, divergent viewpoints, but why are so many college presidents wearing a muzzle right now or only able to mumble some vague sense of disapproval? You know, we have to ask ourselves, what would they do if a group of students walked across campus chanting their support for slavery or um, some other kind of hideous form of racism Surely they 'd be out there. they were out there after the death of George floyd. properly so, they denounced these things. Why are they being so effete at this point
0: i I, I have no answer, and i 'm as befuddled as anybody else that these sorts of falsehoods, especially the the bombing of the hospital in uh, Palestine on the West Bank by Allegedly by the Israelis that turned out to not be true, even sort of the hospital still standing and that the missile was, in fact, by the jihadists or terrorists. And they were allowed to go out and spread the word about this horrific nonsense that didn't happen. And it caused people to lose their lives, buildings to be burned and people to riot all across the world. And nobody issued a retraction. The only good thing that happened is these ladies were kicked off of some of their committee ships in Washington. That's not enough. They should be removed. And I really feel like any professor that tells their students it's okay to go in the streets and, and, and perpetrate any sort of violence against a Jewish American who is part of our union in any way should not only lose their job but be criminally charged for inciting a riot.
1: We've already seen how this is escalating. There's there's now a video circulating on Twitter of a little mob of anti-Semites surrounding a um, young man on the Harvard campus who's wearing a yarmulke, and they, they didn't hit him, but they were obstructing his passage. That's where's, bullying. Where's the yeah? Where's the president? Where's Claudine Gay on mm-hmm. um, at, at a moment like this? Uh, Rutgers, a uh, law student who's recently been humiliated for having questioned the appropriateness of a pro-Hamas video being circulated on one of the uh, law school sites. Where's the leadership? But I, I think there's, there are a couple solutions that are surfacing. One is the donor revolt. Donors are under no obligation to continue their support and they most assuredly shouldn't be writing blank checks to these institutions.
0: I'd if they want to donate,
1: too. then they can target their donations to organizations on campus uh, that will be aligned with their values. In fact, we have a program called the Fund for Academic Renewal that helps donors do exactly that. Stop feeding the beast. And the second thing is the trustees. The trustees could put a department into receivership when it's become a, um, a hotbed of propaganda and lies. There's nothing that stops them from saying, we are the fiduciaries of this institution, and this is so antithetical to everything this institution is supposed to stand for, that we are bringing in new leadership for these departments to make sure that they're going to have the kind of balance and intellectual diversity that a college and university should have.
0: Yeah, the brainwashing has to stop. I know. I know that. At, I I know people who graduated from Harvard who are wonderful human beings and do not share this sort of philosophy. And then you've got Claudine Gay in there issuing these muddled statements that kind of subjectively support Hamas and Israel, but then, in essence select Hamas as as their their character of choice in this conflict. I mean, we have little kids being told they're they're snakes and parasites and vampires and they're not allowed on slides on playgrounds. I mean, that's happening in London. We've got all of this horrible kill Jew thing going on in Los Angeles. People are breaking into homes. I mean, this is spreading like wildfire, and I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand the hatred for Jews in this world other than biblically speaking, this has always been how they're treated and I, I can't I can't stand it these are human beings the um,
1: the horrible moral equivalence that's been surfacing is something that's just been been there festering for a long time that well you know um, it wasn't a really bad thing that Hamas did but but after all let's look at the root causes I'd venture to say that many of these students, who are out there talking about um, from the river to the sea, which is basically code for elimination of Jews. Mm-hmm. I doubt that many of them could find it on the map.
0: Well, and not How only that, them- a lot of the people who are screaming and yelling about, you know, supporting Hamas are, are boys wearing dresses and people who are gay and who are part of the LGBTQ community. They don't seem to understand that if Hamas ever did take over and won the world, they'd be the first ones gone. So I don't, I, I don't understand how they, they logically support people who would wish them dead.
1: There is a, a, a very popular view on the left called intersectionality, that every progressive cause is somehow linked to others. So stupid. And they just forget that uh, women are grotesquely mistreated, in the world of Hamas, and people who are gay are, uh, well, essentially set up for uh, execution. Mm -hmm. They don't seem to get it that the one open democracy, not that it hasn't had its political problems just as we do in this country, but the one real democracy with real progressive values is Israel. And somehow they're now gleefully chanting about this attack and hoping that there will be essentially a genocide of Jews once again, just like the Holocaust. Well, it's the scariest it time astounding. for Jewish
0: people since World War II. I, I've, I've not seen it like this since then. And, you know, Hollywood is strangely quiet. I know we're talking about elite universities, but, Michael, don't you, don't you find that odd? They usually run their mouths at the drop of a hat. They're, they're oddly quiet right now.
1: This is the problem of a monoculture on campus that for years leadership has ignored the fact that there is an absolute dearth of faculty who and even campus speakers who will challenge these prevailing, in my mind, very perverse orthodoxies. You know, to have a roundtable discussion of the history of the Middle East, pro and con, two-state solution, better circumstances for the Palestinians, that's what a university ought to be doing. But the inability to denounce terrorism, denounce this kind of violence, denounce this violence that's creeping onto campus now against Jewish students, that just shows me the spinelessness, the moral rot of what's going on, particularly at the elite institutions.
0: Amen to that. And it's not just Harvard. We're not picking on just them. It's Berkeley. It's Middlebury. It's Columbia. It's Stanford. It's all of them. And it seems like as much money as people pay to go to these institutions, including those of Jewish persuasion, they should never feel unsafe at these campuses because the campuses promise that. You
1: know, I was just looking at an article um, from MIT An anti-Israel rally where the students are chanting one solution intifada on campus. Of course, this is terrifying Jewish students on campus. One solution sounds just like final solution. Mm -hmm. Um, Intifada was a call to violence. Um, The second intifada was the way that a very promising two-state solution was derailed after Ehud Barak, offered just about everything for a settlement. And again, how many of them have read Israel's Declaration of Independence from
0: 1948?
1: None. As five five Arab nations were attacking them, they call upon Arab residents of Israel and those beyond to join with them in peace to promote a better, better life in the Middle East. I doubt... I doubt one out of a thousand have bothered to go back and see that history.
0: Exactly. And you know what? It's, it, and you make a good point, too, because I want people to understand that Israel is not just Jews. It is not just Hebrews. It is people of a lot of different religions who are all paying the price for the hatred of the Hebrew nation for for. They're just like, well, you're mixed with them, so we're going to kill you too. But the way that these elite professors and even the leadership of some of these institutions are saying, well, we need to worry about the poor people on the West Bank who are being killed by Israel. But they leave out the part that Hamas hides like cowards in the midst of those people, hoping that Israel will have a heart and not hurt individual civilians. But Israel has learned the hard way that... That's where they hide, so they have no choice but to go after them where they are. And so the blood of those people is once again on Hamas.
1: Indeed, and Israel is still working as hard as they can to limit civilian casualties. I know. This is not the Israeli way. So, you know, we come back to the fact that it's time for a real course correction on college campuses. Trustees have got to get more aggressive in recognizing that they are the fiduciaries of the institution, responsible for academic work, campus culture, as well as just finance. And that's why my organization, American Council of Trustees and Alumni, is working so hard to get these boards to recognize a real duty to the public, to their institutions, to the American people.
0: Well, I know that these elite universities find it hard to condemn Hamas because they're scared of them, But I don't know if they deep in their hearts actually agree with them. But they're fearful of losing their position of power by siding with the wrong end of what's cliche right now, which is to hate Jews again, which is just absolutely befuddles me. But where do people go, Michael, to learn more about the ACTA?
1: Uh, Our website has everything we've written in all of our activities, and that's at www.goacta.org. And we are delighted to help anyone, whether it's member of the public, member of a board of trustee, legislators, to help them frame policies that lead this nation and lead the world forward.
0: Amen to that. And Israel is not an abomination. It is a recognized country. It is recognized by the rest of the world as an actual country. The, the fight goes back 2,000 years as to whose land belongs to who. And the Jews have been there this entire time. They're mixed among a large population of people from every sort of background to create the nation of Israel. And may she live long. That's all I pray for. Michael, thank you for your time today. Amen.
1: Thank you. Great to talk with you. You
0: too. Bye-bye.